0: Hello Blazers, this is Jeff Odo. Over the next year or so, I'll share some of my philosophies on what I think it takes to build a business from scratch to $10 million in 10 years. So buckle up for this week's episode of Start Me Up. This week we're going to talk about role playing, which is a critical part of being a leader and a coach. A friend of mine once told me that he had hired a third-party call center to help his business grow, but they weren't working out at all. He complained about the fact that they were not providing the results he wanted. So I asked him, I said, what are you going to do about it? He said, nothing. He said, that's why I'm paying them to do the job. He then even went on to complain about how the person in charge of the call center only reaches out to him once or twice a month to tell him what's going on, whether it's good or bad. And then to my surprise, he told me that he asked them to stop calling him. He said, if I've got a problem, I will call you. Well, I remember walking away from that conversation thinking about how he was missing out on one of the most critical parts of his business, which is being engaged and subsequently role playing with his team. Now, I know none of you would do anything like this, but how many of us do something similar? Perhaps a sports analogy will help you see a different side of how this could play out in your market as well. Let's say you want to be a professional golfer, so you hire a coach, and you're going to pay her a lot of money, and she promises to reduce your handicap by six strokes or your money back guaranteed. On the first day of training, you show up at her office, and she says, Hey, what are you doing here? I only want to meet once a week. Seems a little bit strange, but you play along. And so the following week, you show up for your L6 with her. By the way, six stands for the number of strokes she promises to magically shave off your score. And you've got your clubs and you're ready to hit some balls together. But instead of heading out to the green, she wants to sit and talk about the week. She wants to ask you questions like, how many balls did you hit? How many fairways did you land? How many triple putts versus two putts? You spend the rest of the time talking about the total score broken down between the front nine and the back nine. And after the debrief, she finishes with, This week I want to see you hit more irons and less drivers, and let's see how that works for you. See you next week. You leave her office wondering how you're ever going to get better if you're never going to be on the course practicing together. It just doesn't feel right, so you ask her a little bit more and you say, Listen, I've got three games this week are you planning on watching me play so we can help me improve my game? And she says, no, I'm way too busy. I don't have time to watch my students play. You must understand if I watched all my students play, I'd never get any work done. Okay, out of role playing. But can you imagine a scenario like this? I can. In fact, I see it every day and it's one of the reasons for doing this podcast because I wanna enforce the message that we taught you When you first start it, which is, you need to do ride-alongs with your team, because as we all know, people won't generally grow as well as if you don't spend time with them in the field. Many of you have invested your life savings or a portion of it into your citywide business, which includes hiring SEs and FSMs. So why would you not go hit some metaphorical balls together and teach them what you've learned? While it's a dream to hire an experienced salesperson who can deliver results right away, we don't typically find people who come out of the gates with all the answers or techniques. All right, look, I get it. Making time to do ride-alongs with them and to listen to their goals takes some time. I get it, but you got to do something. So what's the answer? Drum roll, please. The simple technique is role-playing, and it's going to make a huge difference for you and your team. The greatest thing about it is you can do this with everyone, but let's assume you only have one sales executive at time and training. It should only take you about 10 to 15 minutes a day to debrief the two or three conversations they had with decision makers that day. After every decision maker conversation, my goal is that you stop and have a role play with them via a five-minute phone call on how it could have gone differently. And I suggest that you do this until your sales executives are averaging more than $5,000 a month and your FSMs are averaging more than $15,000 a month in NGS. I want to see you succeed so bad, sometimes it hurts. And I hope you know that the reason I share advice like this is to help you get on the right path. I've watched the impact of this with my own teams and I feel confident in saying role playing is one of the many reasons why we were able to grow a business from $3 million to $40 million in about 20 years, which means that we averaged more than $1.8 million a year. And oh, by the way, we did it while starting a franchise company in my spare time. I've learned that you're either going to spend a ton of time recruiting team members or you're going to spend a ton of time investing in people by training them. I believe it takes less time to properly train someone rather than having high turnover, only to start the cycle again over and over. All right, let me leave you with a bonus tip. Daily huddles should happen, well, daily. It'll be much easier to see your new teammate has the skills during the first six weeks rather than blindly finding out six months later. Not only does leading people properly provide you with better results, but it also means you won't waste months with someone who should have been let go in weeks. My last piece of advice is don't interview people who don't have a minimum winner score and predictive index match. It's a terrible, terrible waste of time. The action item for you this week is to block out one hour a day to train team members until they are achieving their goals. If that's not possible, I suggest that either you budget more time and more money to make them a success or be prepared to face more turnover and results that disappoint. Thanks for listening to Start Me Up. I hope that you'll talk to your team about what you learned today and implement something specific between this week and next. This will allow you to keep building on the foundation for a successful citywide business. Rip along, my friends.